so uh rogue engineers yeah like that's a thing yeah this like uh so this uh this offends me on multiple levels <laughs> yeah uh because i don't know if uh engineers so uh, uh do, do you want to recap this before we get into it uh, sure. So, uh, as you may have heard, Volkswagen recently uh, was embroiled in a big scandal of their own making because instead of actually meeting emission standards on their vehicles, they instead, uh, some rogue engineers um, wrote some software to detect when the car was being tested, emissions tested, and change the way the engine works. These are just diesel engines. Um, so that it could pass emissions testing, but in actual operation, it would be spewing all kinds of toxic nonsense into the air all the time. Um, Volkswagen decided to throw their engineers under the bus, blame them for it, say that they knew nothing about it, and it was just a it was just rogue engineers who they fired. Problem solved. Yeah. So. Um. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> where to start. <laughs> yeah. Uh so um I kind of want to yell at the EPA too for this. I I I know it's a bit of uh victim shaming, but I I mean, um so the way cars are tested is they uh they their ODB2 port is plugged into, which is the uh universal data port that's on cars newer than 1990 something right um and then you know it just you know sits on a, you know either a conveyor belt or just up in the air or you know something where it doesn't actually travel um you know it's essentially a car treadmill right. um and that's <laughs> and that's how the epa does a lot of their tests including their mpg ratings and mm. I have a problem with that <laughs> because, uh, so, I mean, the, the way, uh, or at least the way it appears this was, uh, executed from a technical standpoint is it would just, you know, detect if anything was plugged into its ODB2 port and then it would just, you know, ramp down the engine <laughs> into, right. uh, eco mode which is not a choice <laughs> the driver can engage and then no. when it, there's not anything plugged into the odb2 port it's in performance mode mm. and you know then you go back to all their commercials you know mocking priuses and hybrids for you know their alleged emissions and lack of performance <sighs> yeah diesel is actually kind of horrible like it was a bad choice for europe to standardize on diesel well, I mean, so, um, diesel is a more easily substitutable fuel. It has that going for it. Well. But when you're putting petrol diesel in it, it's. Which you are. Yeah, that's, that advantage goes away as well. Um, it does have a slightly higher efficiency. I think it's like a 35 compared to 25 in ideal circumstances. But, um, in a uh, standard, uh, when. The combustion engine is what's hooked up to the uh, the wheels. Um, <laughs> then you only get that efficiency at whatever speed that efficiency happens at, at whatever gear it needs to be in for that to happen. So, I mean, that's, you know, you have to look at the curves and go over the whole thing to decide if that actually makes sense. Um, and it's... So, theoretically, 
you could have a cleaner burning diesel vehicle than a similarly sized gasoline vehicle if the combustion engine is only hooked up to an alternator uh, and that you know that's hooked up to a buffer battery and that is what turns the wheels with electric motors that's how trains work because mm. gasoline isn't potent enough to move trains right <laughs> that's what... i mean diesel has advantages for large trains, scale trucks yeah but for passenger cars you're it... that the alleged efficiency gains are pretty much thrown out the window yep and they are filthy filthy engines <laughs> yeah you, you can hear smell and best of all see them when yeah. they're in operation <laughs> So, yeah. And the EPA was like, well, okay, fine. You can have diesel, but you have to meet these standards. And Volkswagen was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's just so ridiculous because... I know. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, there's there's a, a huge problem um, in our attempts to curb greenhouse emissions this side of the argument that um, doesn't want to go cold turkey, which, you know, may sound practical, except when you're, you know, building new vehicles. Right. You know, somebody's buying a new vehicle. Uh, so there's a there's that famous um, uh, Hummer versus Prius total... Mm. Uh, total ecological cost for the lifetime of the vehicle... Right. Uh, and it turns out, of course, that that was, you know, complete bunk. It was funded by the oil companies and had no truth in it whatsoever <laughs> uh, because the uh, Prius is a much smaller car. So right. off off the line, you've, you know, done less damage to the planet making the Prius. And then literally every second that either of those cars are driven, right. it just diverges widely. Uh, so the... Uh, the diesel movement uh, in America got a lot of traction in the uh, post-crash era, so, you know, like immediately following the 2008 incident, because as gas <laughs> prices exploded, um, Toyota literally couldn't fulfill hybrid orders. There right. were too many of them. Um, so diesel manufacturers decided to... Uh, make ridiculous claims about the uh, Jetta TDI getting 60 MPG. They did Mm -hmm. a huge marketing campaign that involved the Mythbusters allegedly testing this uh, MPG claim. Um, And of course, you know, with, you know, under ideal circumstances, you know, on the Autobahn. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know. So yeah, diesel is bad. <laughs> what they did is horrible, and I th- know. throwing engineers under the bus for it is just absolutely uh, ridiculous. It really uh, is. Um, because what what's the incentive there? Like, did they I really know. get a bonus for like meeting standards? Like, did they pull one over on you? Like, there. Um, like, if that's actually what happens, like. You're the worst managers in the yeah, world. Yeah, it's like you need to fire yourselves as well if that's actually what happened. If you're environment is so demanding that an engineer said this can't be done and you were i guess nasty enough to make them think that they needed to cheat to keep their job 
that probably some <laughs> manager said, just make it happen. Just make it pass. Do what you have to do to this engine to make it pass. Yeah, um, and this this will this will go into a side rant about the uh, the uh, Steve Jobs movie that just came out because it uh, portrays a character named Steve Jobs as like that <laughs> kind of manager. I doubt it. Um, and well, no, the the movie does. Right. I mean, I doubt that he was really like that. No, I mean, anyone who knows him, you know, said, you know, that's not Steve Jobs. He was like, he was like demanding, but not like he wouldn't do the wrong thing. He, you know, he didn't, you know, the the, the movie is so ridiculous in its factual mm. inaccuracies. At one point, he actually blames Waz for the failure of the Newton. Uh... Like, I'm sorry, those those timelines don't line up remotely <laughs> near each other there's like a there's like a decade in between uh, yeah i'm like wasn't he kind of long gone by the time whatever yeah so <laughs> yeah um uh, jobs wasn't that kind of manager because that uh, type of manager wouldn't have made the uh uh jobs era apple no i think that would be like carly fiorina and you would end up with like uh, was she Compaq or HP? Uh, she was HP, and the uh, only reason I know this is because the stories that came out from people who knew about what happened with the ridiculous HP iPod deal. Mm. She was suckered so bad. That was into... so stupid. Yeah. Uh, so the gist of that is, um, Apple or Steve Jobs personally tricked Carly Fiorina <laughs> personally into letting them sell iPods with an HP on the back, like, underneath the Apple logo. Like, right. not even, like, in place of. <laughs> um, and they were uh, they were a previous generation. Like, they made the deal at the end of the cycle. Uh, oh. I guess, you know, she hadn't caught on that new Apple shit comes out in the fall. Right. Um, and on top of that, what Apple got out of the deal was that all... HP computers, all of them, would have iTunes as part of its bloatware package. Right. So, um, and at that point in history, and uh, for most of history, HP has been uh, one or two jockeying with uh, Dell in terms of right. uh, uh, PCs sold. I so mean, that was a go... huge deal. Yeah. If you want to go buy a PC in a box, pretty much you're going to go to Staples or whatever and get yourself an HP or uh, Costco if you're my parents. <laughs> People that get computers at Costco, which is, it's just, it just blows my mind. They just, I mean, my mom just plays solitaire and my dad like Googles some stuff occasionally, although now he mostly does that on his phone. So they're whatever they're okay for like a narrow subset but they suck and yeah carly fiorina might be the kind of manager who would tell her team to just make it work and then turn her away <laughs> and not look at what was going on but like you really would have to be the worst manager in the world if your problem is that your cars cannot pass the tests you tell the engineering team just make it pass, and then you don't find out how they made it pass. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you didn't ask them. <laughs> what? What did you did, a code review? Anyone? <laughs> no, no, it just works. <laughs> right? No, we made it happen. We made it happen. 
it's okay now. Like, what are the odds that it was okay then? We, and, we summoned the leprechaun, it danced, and all is well. Right, it's magic. We we did some, it, we furiously typed like on the TV, and then it and, got and all better. And all the green letters came up, and there was pizza and Coke everywhere. Right. Both it's kinds like the, of Coke. Naturally. It's the enhance that you see on on every cop show where they're furiously typing and it makes the images better. It's it's stupid. It's ridiculous. And to to like pretend they didn't even say that, oh, well, you know, we told them to make a path. No, this is totally speculation on my part. What they are saying is that some rogue engineers like just up and decided to do this, which is preposterous. Why would they do that? They're stupid. Like, it wouldn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> and like, oh, oh, so so there are like rogue engineers, but what they, it's pretty much like in the open source community in their spare time. Like, I don't think these guys are doing like shenanigans at work because they like getting paid and stuff. It supports their hobbies at home. Yeah. Rogue engineers are more the type of person that... Um, either does something malicious, you know, they leave in a back door and right, um, or just like um, it would have to benefit them, and yeah. this would not. Yeah, <laughs> it's just I, there's just no motive. There it's just so isn't. stupid. Um, as as with everything ridiculous that ever happens ever, all you have to do <laughs> is uh, follow the money, right? And the money says they couldn't catch up to Toyota. In terms of mileage in the in U.S. standards, they couldn't you know they couldn't get you know a fifty three or better MPG U.S. sticker on it, so right. <laughs> they did what they could to get that, <laughs> yeah. and just plumb lied on it because they know the Americans don't actually inspect their cars when they give them ratings. <laughs> no, I wonder how <laughs> crappy the car would drive if like you. If it thought that it was under a test when you were actually driving it, like I wonder what it did exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, so um, your car has multiple drive modes on it, right? Uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah. It has a sport button that I've never pressed. Oh, so you do drive in normal? Yeah, normal is plenty good enough in my car. <laughs> I have okay. a Mazda three, and yeah. Uh, see, in the uh, in the pre i, you have uh, you have four choices. You have uh, EV, Eco, Standard, and Power. Mm. Um, and Power probably brings it up to less than normal on your car in terms of acceleration. No, it is I a mean, Prius. Uh, I have a 2.5 liter engine. And... It's, it's a 1.8 four-cylinder inline. But attached to, you know, a giant-ass battery. Well, yes. So and it's, torque and whatever. Uh, it, it does, they, they do have CVTs, though. So, ugh. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. They're not performance vehicles. It's not a Tesla. No, it's not. Um... But um, I usually uh, leave mine in uh, eco mode because I've gotten into the uh, sport of hypermiling. Mm. Like I like coming back from Shoprite, which is like um, a very local route with no uphills, and I like coming home and having the, uh, you know, just that trip being seventy. Mm. It's you know it's a nice big number. <laughs> um, yeah. But. Uh, when uh when i try to turn on to you know the highway and i leave it in eco mode um the, people are probably pretty mad at you i just do the only thing i can which is instead of taking it out of it i just stamp my uh foot on the floor 
because uh, oh, the only thing that button does is uh, it just changes the uh, curves on the acceleration pedal because it's a digital right. pedal. <laughs> so you just, I mean, it's fun to actually get to floor something and know you're not, you know, breaking it or flooding it. I'm like a little bit, I don't like, I think my car would accelerate in a way that would frighten me if I floored it. Like, um, is yours an automatic? Yes. So it'll but do, it'll do slightly under frightening, but it like, has a like, manual like mode. Just, oh, okay. So if I wanted to go, cause I mean, has, if you just wanted, you know, just cram it into fifth and stop on it, that'll probably be, mm, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, well, that, that's what all the cool kids do with their detuned mufflers and whatever. Oh, I, I saw a coal roller in real life once. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, I, I actually saw it. And, it you know, it is, you know, ridiculous. Uh, so my favorite thing to do with them is because their uh, giant trucks have the worst performance possible by their own customizations. Uh, uh-huh. You know, I, I take my, you know, stupid little one square meter <laughs> car with, you know, it's not only its Prius sticker, but its hybrid synergy drive sticker on it and cut them off and, you know, just sit there. Awesome. Yeah. I I enjoy being an asshole. It's fun. Well, I mean, (laughs) you're in New Jersey, so it's expected. Yeah. Not only that, but like uh, in New Jersey, like you have to tailgate. Um, Yeah, I've noticed. Like it's like the expected car length is um, half of the recommended distance. Like that's just what it's always going to be. And it's very unsafe, and there are always accidents, <laughs> and nobody people learns. People do that People are just impatient. Here. Like, you can tell who's from downstate, which I assume is the opposite of upstate, whatever. Shut up. And I don't know if that's what the locals call it, but... <laughs> don't care. And every now and then you'll see a jersey plate, and you're like, oh, watch out for that guy. Like, because they do. They genuinely, like, you see a New Jersey plate, or a Massachusetts plate, heaven forbid, which we're really close to the border of Massachusetts. Yeah. And so they drive over here for our Panera, apparently, and drive like idiots, and it sucks. But, um, yeah. That's not what we were talking about. <laughs> uh, Interstate 87 that, you know, that runs uh, between, uh, well, you and me and then keeps going, uh-huh. I think, uh, is awful because you have you have city people on it that don't know how to drive because they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, you have impatient New Jerseyans <laughs> um, and people coming from, I guess, the denser part of New England who are going to... New York via that way for whatever reason. I don't know. But yeah, it just it, it just attracts like the worst possible drivers. Um and like using rest stops on that highway are frightening. Oh because, I was... because you uh first of all you have to go so fast to keep up with traffic and like they're not always ramps to get off mm. onto the rest stop, so you just you know sort of have to make this sharp right angle turn right. and hope and like it's not that you're afraid of your car's handling, you're afraid of getting rear ended in the process. Right. Um, and then um, you have uh, you have two horrible decisions to make where to park <laughs> in these oversized parking lots. You can either park far away and risk getting hit as a pedestrian on the way up because people are trying to get the closer spots, or you could participate in that game and just get hit by another car. Right. It's just, people back out without looking. Uh, it's yeah. My favorite. Oh, it's awful. Awful. Yeah. Cars suck. <laughs> Cars really do suck. They're terrible, they, and they need to make, is making them worse. They need to make that train that goes up uh, that route, you know, practical. Totally. That would be awesome. 
Yeah. Uh, there I would take it all the time. There has been proposed legislation for the longest time to... So um, that train, uh, one of them terminates in uh, Rutland, Vermont, which is like the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, it's they've tr- proposed numerous times to Congress and just never gotten the funding to connect that to the routes that go back up north further than that into Montreal. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, because the, the Hudson Valley could use some dang rail. <laughs> I know. I'm so disappointed. There there should be, there should absolutely be rail running between Albany, Schenectady, and Troy. Like, it's, and Saratoga, I guess. Yeah. And... It could be the Gambler's <laughs> Express up to Saratoga. I mean, if you look up old uh, New York Central uh lines that actually was a big one and that's just so depressing i'm sure it was because i mean the erie canal is right here so you could train your stuff although trains pretty much replaced canals but (laughs) whatever yeah the uh, one mode of transportation that's cleaner than trains is a horse-driven uh canal mules typically well yeah you know whatever have you ever like seen one being used in its intended purpose a mule or a barge no, with with an animal providing no, the motive power i've never been to a canal with barges well i don't know they're on the delaware sometimes aren't they but not like with mules ever i've seen them and uh it's it's kind of a mind fuck to me <laughs> because um the animal is on one bank and yet it somehow manages to pull the boat straight along the path of the water and not straight into the bank. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Uh, yeah. That seems like magic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it works either. It just does. Maybe it's just one of those things where physics is different on a large scale. I don't know. Because, like, if you try to do that in a bathtub... Uh, like You're just going to ram it, it into the side yeah. of the bathtub. Like, <laughs> And it's not like you could put a really super rigid pole because then the damn mule wouldn't be able to move, probably. Yeah, so... And they're they're too wide to you know put a mule on the other side, so I don't. Right. Know, I just have no idea how it works. It's magic. It's but, wizardry. Yeah, but I have seen them in my various travels to, uh, uh, not living museums, but you know, uh, I guess regular museums. <laughs> right. <laughs> mm. We should all have mule teams. <laughs> <and wagons. laughs> 